podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hey guys, this is Emil Heskey, and you're listening to the guys of Coppen Crackers. Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of Poppin' Fracker. I'm your host Fahi. This is episode 991 on the Touchdown Fracker Network and I'm joined by some of my good friends straight after Liverpool's game versus the Red Bosses from Manchester. Before I introduce them, um, I'm going to do some housekeeping and then we can start speaking to everyone. So, you know the drill, follow us on Twitter at Poppin' Fracker, same on Instagram as well. Um, please share the pod on your desired social platform. Obviously, your support means a lot. Quick promo for our Patreon channel, patreon.com forward slash cop and fracker. Um, we've got some great content on there. Most recent post-match from the City game where Mike, Marco and Harold were there. Um, so they recorded straight after the Wembley visit. And this week, our patrons are going to get the weekend preview and post-match evidence. So if you want that extra cop and content, subscribe from just £3 a month. Obviously, with us chasing the quad, two games a week, sometimes three games a week it's like constant content so if you need that Liverpool content right now you like cop end please sign up just from three pounds a month um you're going to get endless amounts of content you've got Peter's show with Mike as well the Bantix show there's all sorts going on so check it out see um let us know what you think and go from there there's a new Bantix show as well this week actually is there a Bantix show this week yeah coming out oh amazing so it's something I didn't even know so we've got three shows on Patreon this week even better um cool so obviously you can hear peter peter how you doing yeah man i'm good hey birds flying high yeah you know how i feel (laughs) that's honestly this team keeps just finding ways to just like surprise me bro like this honestly man just i'm on a high right now man i'm buzzing you're on a high and we heard just glam in the background glam brother how you doing yeah, man, I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm very, 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 very good. No singing from you. No, 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 no. I'll be honest, with you, it's not. Um, it's not. If it was a city victory, I can understand, but it's United. It's not really anything I didn't expect. If I'm honest, well, with you, you, just you know what? You, you know what? You speak about city. We're gonna discuss them shortly, anyway. So that's cool. And we've got Julian. Julian, brother, how you doing? I'm very good, fam. You know, just crashed on Ops on a nice Tuesday night. You know, four 0 quickly. It looked a mess. Fergie in the stands, just looking like, ah, how much more this can I take before, you know, the inevitable happens. So, yeah, man. You know how you can tell that Julian enjoyed the game? He'll jump on Twitter and he'll actually tweet something. Yeah. (laughs) For someone that's not on there anymore, you always come back, (laughs) innit? Oh, yeah, yeah, I have to. When it's it's time to crash on the ops, you have to. You just have to. 
after an Arsenal game or Man United like win, you just know Julian's coming back. To- <laughs> yeah. He can't help him. He can't Julian's help. Julian's got a lot of time. Julian could have the busiest schedule in the world. Oh. Arsenal win or Man United win, he's always coming back. I always make yeah. time to crash your notes, bro. Yeah, he's a sicko. He'll be like, yeah, I'm not going on Twitter for like three months. And then you, the moment we beat Arsenal United, he's on there. <laughs> straight <laughs> away. Yeah. But yeah, all right, cool. So obviously this is being recorded straight after the Man U game. We will get on to that. But I thought, you know, let's spend a bit of time first discussing the game on Saturday. Um, we obviously had a semi-final in the FA Cup versus Man City. What a game it was, Peter. Talk to me about it. How are you feeling going into the game? What were you expecting? Um, and how happy were you with that result? Um, going into the game, like, I was just thinking it can go either way. Like, obviously, could we just play them in the Premier League? And that game was obviously quite even. Um, maybe you could have said City maybe played, maybe might have edged it, but obviously we drew two, two of them. So this game, I'm going into it thinking, okay, so we've obviously rotated our team against Benfica. And obviously they had to, they've got a couple of knocks from the Atletico game. So that's the only thing that was probably in our advantage. Like seeing the likes of Zinchenko, Stefan. Um, like I think Fernandinho, he's like seven years old. You know what I'm saying? And then Fernandinho's playing next to Silva and Foden, who are also attacking midfielders. So I'm thinking, okay, we can get some joy here. Grealish as well. I like Grealish, but obviously he's not in the best form this season. So I'm thinking, and I know we we played quite a strong team, obviously because we rotated our team. So you're seeing Thiago and NFT midfield, Fabinho, Naby, and Thiago, and then obviously the Diaz Salamane front three, and that's my favorite front three. And we'll get onto that um, another reason today. But um, yeah, so that first half, I'll just say now that I think that's the best first half we've played this season. Like that yeah. first half was honestly incredible. Like it was such fluid football and we were pressing so, so hard. Like who knew Naby K can press like that? <laughs> <laughs> who knew Uncle can run like that? Like he's actually giving Bernardo Silva like a bad day in terms of pressing. Like honestly, and then Thiago, what a player, man. Like what a player. Like some of the passes, his progressive passes as well, like, the way he's able to find like um our forwards, um, Mane, Gray, again, he gets both goals. The third goal, fantastic. So, yeah, I don't want to take all the points, but yeah, that first half of football, sweet. Yeah, 100%. Um, yeah, it, it, great way to kind of introduce th- that first half. Um, Julian, you would have heard the phrase NFT. Um, a, a lot of the public don't really like NFTs. But the, the Liverpool fan base are loving NFTs. Um, talk to us about Naby, Fabinho and Thiago and what you thought of that trio. Oh, that trio was uh, everything we wanted to see from our Liverpool mid- midfield um, over the last couple of years when we've been crying out. Um, when we've had that industrial um, midfield of old of Genie, Henderson and, and Milner. Um, that kind of willingness to press and be on the front foot from our midfield and actually want be, and have them being the creators, you know, being having midfielders being midfielders, you know, who would have thought it would look so good? Um, so just seeing that is just amazing. And then, you know, the supposed, you know, the supposed and the hyped up um, talents of Thiago and Qatar, you know, we've we've yet to see that when they've both. Well, we have seen it when they when they've been both on the pitch, but on such a big stage and a big and like against a big team. Um, we've been yet to have been like blessed with that kind of midfield. So 
seeing you know basically our best after technically our best three in midfield go go at it again in, on such a big stage at Wembley with su- such a big pitch, um, with the fans screaming in such a big stadium was just amazing to see. Um, the way they were pressing, to, um, cutting through to uh, and making passes, Thiago man just absolutely hooping in Wembley. Like uh, it's just it, it just felt it just felt good so good to watch so so good to watch it was exciting and then that 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 first half that we had just goes to show um what we can actually do when we you know play on the front foot with that midfield that we don't play with any fear and we don't look to you know always cover our fullbacks instead of having our midfielders just making those progressive passes so yeah man it was very very good to see yeah man a hundred percent uh glam bring us down to earth so obviously. Um, we performed really well in, in, in that game. Obviously, NFT did really well in midfield. But the other side of the argument is City didn't really have their best 11 out. Um, some would say, you know, that they had a second-choice keeper in, they had a 36-year-old Fernandinho in. For the, for the most pessimistic person in, in this recording right now, talk to me about what you thought of how we performed against City. Was it something that you expected or were you also pleasantly surprised? Um, what with, with the with the lineup? Um, I wasn't surprised. Lineup and performance. Yeah, well, the lineup I wasn't surprised. No, because obviously it's the FA Cup. Rotation would happen. I thought we would do similar. I thought Kelleher would be in goal. Um, that wasn't the case to be, but we did make changes. Um, but you know, I like I get, I get they got Stefan in goal, the FA Cup keeper. Um, Ake backup, cool. They had stones of him, you know, Fernandinho played, called not a first teamer, but you know, they had Foden, Grealish, Sterling, first team players. Um, what KDB was missing. Okay, Jinchenko and that. So yeah, they were obviously weaker in terms of rotation, but that's how it goes, isn't it? They could have played their strong team if they wanted to, or if they had the squad and the capabilities. But end of the day, that Man City team can still take apart a lot of teams, a lot of yeah. teams in the Premier League. I just think if people are taken away from the fact that how we started aggressively and started to press, um, you know, the fact of the Wembley occasion, I think the Wembley occasions, obviously, uh, with us, I think took a toll. I mean, was an advantage to us. Some was that atmosphere was good. I just think they couldn't deal with us. And that's what um, contributed to the fact that, obviously, we dominated the first half. Um, you know, um, second half, yeah, we just took off. We, t- I don't think it was City piling the pressure. I think we just took our foot off the gas. Yeah, too comfortable. You know, I mean, when in three no up, I was thinking, come out second half, <laughs> let's get like four, five, sixes. But obviously, it wasn't to be. But you know, the main thing is we went through. Yeah, no, no for sure. And I, I wanted to speak to you about a player that you're a big fan of. I'm a huge fan of as well, um, Ibu Kanate. Someone that you and I have both been kind of um, campaigning for to start a lot more. Um, another another great performance by him, and he scores again. What have you made of Kanate's first season at Liverpool, and um, how do you think we can use him between now and the end of the season? Yeah, I think I think his his start's been good. Um, obviously, he will improve, and there will be room for improvement. But, you know, the fact that obviously it's another um, extra advantage in terms of attacking-wise from set pieces. Because if you notice, our corner set pieces now, we're scoring a lot more. I think we're top in the Premier League. Yeah, well. we are. Yeah, um, yeah so um, it adds to that. Obviously, he's still a young boy. People forget that he's a, he's a young lad, but he's, he's, he's quick. Do you know what I mean? He's structural, built, aggressive. 
you know what I mean? And I, um, yeah, no, he's, he's better than real. And I like how Klopp's balanced it because there's, there's been times, I ain't going to lie, there's games that he's got to improve in it, but he's young. You know what I mean? He's just come from Bundesliga as well, so they're not the best tactically in terms of setting up. But he is absolutely shooing future um, Liverpool, probably a captain as well. Like, now I'm really impressed with him. Yeah, I, I, I'm I'm so happy with that signing and just how it's turned out so far. Peter, uh, what have you made of Kanaya so far? What did you think of him on Saturday? Um, yeah, really impressive. Uh, big, big future ahead of him, like Glam said. Um, just with him, obviously, just the way he's able to kind of um, come into our back line and obviously it's not an easy thing playing with that high line. And, you know what I'm saying, that's... That's quite a thing to adapt to, but he's he's looking like you know what I'm saying he's he's taken to it, and yeah, he's just doing really well. And physically, he's just an absolute specimen. You've seen it with these headers that no one can really compete with him in the air. So yeah, he's doing terrific. And I think you were saying about how we should use him. I think the way to probably use him so would be to obviously play him in the games that where we're probably facing really athletic forwards, and they will look to try and um, break a high line. So we knew with Man City playing us in the FA Cup, we knew that they would try and um, put long balls over the top for Jesus and Sterling to run on two. So that's obviously why we'd play Konate instead of Matip so that um, he'd be able to deal with them better. So, um, you know what I'm saying? Early in the season when um, Rashford, I think it was Rashford, Sancho, Ronaldo, I don't they probably thought, we thought that Rashford would play left wing in the first um, game against them. So we played Konate, I mean Konate, so that obviously could probably help Trent with it. So yeah, just games where... Um, we believe that um, the forwards will be probably a bit more athletic and they'll try and kind of run it behind. Kanata is an option that we can use for sure. So, yeah. Yeah, no, fair. All right, cool. So we've got a lot of goals to get through um, this recording. So I'm not going to go through every single goal in the Man City game. But Julian, which one was your favourite goal? So we can speak about that one. Oh, it had to be the goal created by the NFT midfield. Um, a Mane's goal. <laughs> for for various reasons. Um, obviously there was that great passage of play where we was just passing it in between the lines, and it was just great to see because let's be honest, like the last couple of weeks, some of the football that we've seen, especially from our midfield, is something that we're just so not used to seeing in all our times watching Liverpool. Like great um in 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 um interplay in the, in our midfield, like those those nice small incisive passes. And then um, for Mane to get that finish off, because we've actually um, was actually discussing in the group chat as well when he scored that, like he's been trying to get that goal off for time. That same uh, volley finish um, where he just cuts it, where he cuts it in near post. Um, Stefan obviously helped with poor cold goalkeeping for the goal, but it's not going to take away from the goal. That goal was elite, elite, elite football, man. Yeah, no, nah, it, it it was it was so beautiful. I nearly fell off just, my seat. Just a touch on that midfield. I think so. Obviously, that NFT midfield. I think Klopp's been trying to evolve into that, that midfield for a while now. So I think you really first saw it when we first bought Naby Keita. So I, I, well, this is just my opinion. I believe that he, when he bought Naby Keita, he wanted to evolve the midfield into us playing more centrally. And obviously teams were kind of figuring out that we use our fullback so much to create. So by adding Naby Keita, we'd be able to play more centrally. And I think he's, what he wanted to transition to was maybe to like a Fabinho, Keita, Genie midfield. But then... Obviously, we realised that we couldn't rely on Keita and that he wouldn't stay fit. So, obviously, he just went to, obviously, Fabinho, Henderson and Genie. So, then, yeah. um, obviously, we beat we obviously bring Thiago in. But then, um, so, again, I believe that um, Klopp obviously probably wanted to evolve into maybe like a Fabinho, um, 
Genie, Thiago, Fabinho, Thiago, Keita midfield. But Keita get, I mean, Thiago gets injured. He doesn't adjust properly. He has a bit of like a stop start um, to the um, season last year. And then now, eventually, now, the way it played against Man City, that's really what Klopp, I think, really wants from his midfield, especially the likes of Elliot as well. You've seen him playing Elliot, Jones. Um, like, these are not typical Klopp midfielders that we've always had. Like, normally we're used to, like, the workhorses and stuff like that. But, um, yeah, I think that display against City is what Klopp would love, you know, for his midfield to be like all the time. But it's obviously just the, the kind of the NFT of keeping them, them man fit, you know what I'm saying? In the ideal world, I think Henderson will probably be the fourth choice, the first person to come off the bench, and then it would be like a Keita, Thiago, Fabinho in field. I don't know what you man think about that. Yeah, to piggyback off your point, is that I, I even saw it last season. Um, Klopp really wanted to hammer down on being able to play throughout, throughout midfield centrally. But then they just, it just obviously through various reasons of injuries and, of course, like Fabinho playing that centre-back, Thiago never really got that 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 good start that he could have got, that steady start, because we saw when he came on against Chelsea, how he absolutely pulled on his, on his debut um, when he came on. Um, and then after that, you know, injuries happened, even against Everton, um, when when literally when we had the best team we could possibly play um, at the time, you saw him balling out and then everything just literally collapsed in that second half of the season. And now we've had that steady midfield, um, less injuries, no injuries even, and we're able to have that 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 way that Klopp wants to play in, which is definitely through the midfield like he was trying to do when he bought Cato. Yeah, fair. So so just a quick one. Obviously, we're discussing like the the creative aspects of that midfield and how technically balanced they all are. Do you th- obviously Pep was expecting that anyway, right? So that's absolutely fine. But do you think he was caught off, um, caught off guard by the fact that we kind of took it back to like 2017, 2018 days with the way we were pressing? Yeah. And it, it was the fact that in the first half you had the extreme like aggressive press alongside the technique. Um, Glam, what do you think? Yeah, no, I, I do. I think obviously because the um the previous game, obviously the week before the Sunday, we played them and it was it was a tight game, just like the game at um well what was that a tight game in terms of creating obviously City did have the better chance, but it was two draws. So I think you're expecting to have obviously a tight game as well. Um, but yeah, no, just like we saw today, like Marnie, that, that front three is our best front three. No disrespects to um Jota, I'm a massive Jota fan, but I just think we've got a goals bagman in terms of Sally Salah. We've got someone who obviously will work hard, you know what I mean, in behind pace and Marnie, and you've got someone who's just on it in prior pressing skill, understanding the uh, fluency of the strikers and Diaz. So that's why that front three like we saw today, is going to be dominating. I think that's going to that's that's going to be our front, first one free, and that's what they couldn't cope with. I'll be honest with you, it's, it's exactly that they couldn't cope with them. It was just ridiculously um, high, and I think Ake probably wished that he was on the bench. Um, you know, because I just think with the pace of Mane, the strength of Mane, and then. Salah's always going to be a threat. Even though his form weren't good, he's always going to be a threat. I just think no one wants to play no front three. But pity that Diaz didn't obviously start against them against um, in the league. You know, we was campaigning for that because that was a shame. Yeah. You, you know what? Just a final point on that game. Like, obviously, we all know how much of a great player Bernardo Silva is, right? Technically amazing. Easily top five CMs in, in the league. Um, yeah. if, if not top three, right? But just the way Naby gave him such a 
bad game in the first half was so delightful to see, um, especially when you consider how Naby hasn't exactly proven his worth as of yet. I, I, I'm saying that from my opinion, right? I don't think he's really proven his worth, but the, the game that he gave Bernardo mm-hmm. on Saturday which was just refreshing to see, man, because most of the time Bernardo has it up against us. He performs really, really well, but I've never seen him struggle so much than, than I did on Saturday. Um I just really enjoyed it. Peter, what were you thinking? Yeah, for sure. I, I enjoyed it as well. I, yeah, I'm sorry. I've been like the thing with um Cato is that like he's actually really good in, in terms of like um pressing and kind of being press resistant and um just like following Klopp's game plans, he's really good. It's just that sometimes I think he sometimes he gets caught in between maybe that kind of 10 position, that right in the mid position. But it looked like he was really in tune with the team, he looked like he knew what he was doing and yeah, that midfield. I definitely like to see it more. I hope them two stay fit. So against, especially against like low blocks and stuff like that, I would love to see it. Yeah, facts. Cool. So, anyways, we're we're through to the final. We're we're playing Chelsea. Uh, are, are, Glam, are you happy with that? Are you are you happy with facing Chelsea? Are you are you worried at all? You've not really said too much in the group chat, so I'm not sure what you're thinking. Um, no, I wanted to play Palace to be honest. With you not. Not so obviously what's the, they are the weak side, but I'm 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 bored of playing Chelsea, man. I'm yeah. bored even over the years. I'm bored of it. Um, so I wanted to have Palace, but no, I'm not worried. I think um, I, I think we'll go on and we'll win that. I think we'll win a whole lot. If I'm honest to you, um, what you're saying, quad? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know it's not in our no. Mad. I know it's not in our hands. It's, I know it's not in our hands in terms of the, um, the Premier League, but. I just got a feeling, man. I'm, I'm, I'm relaxed on the couch. And I'm just thinking about it. I just, I can just see a vision. I can just see it. And um, with the Champions League as our well, Villarreal, you know, let's not have no banana skins, but we should be able to get through that. And then that's another final. So yeah, listen, we're one final away from another trophy. We're, we're what three games away from a Champions League final, another trophy. And then now we've got the Premier League to focus on. So yeah, I'm not worried about Chelsea, mate. Chelsea are worried about us. <laughs> nice uh, Julian what, what are you thinking because obviously from Chelsea's point of view they've not really got much else to fight for top four's kind of um, already, already sorted for them Champions League they've been knocked out by Madrid they're, they're obviously reeling from the first cup final defeat against us um, do you feel as if it's actually going to be more of a threatening situation for us especially when we've got the Champions League and the Premier League to focus on as well and this game the cup final is going to be in between the, the semis and no, it's going to be in between the last two games of the Premier League season and then the Champions League final. Uh, we've always said we're a momentum team and I feel like that's definitely going to play a part in this last stage of the season. Um, for me, things like uh, fatigue, especially at the last stage of the season, doesn't bother me because we've literally been doing this for what, uh, maybe four out of the five years um, since we've um, been in the Champions League final, we've had long seasons. So I'm not particularly worried. Um, it's all in our hands. Um, I feel like we have the squad that's equipped to win games if, for example, we need to rest Mane or Salah for one game in the Premier League. Because let's be honest, um, after Tottenham, um, there's really no hard Premier League games that we have. We can afford to probably rest, um, uh, if need be, Mane up front, put Firmino up there when we go to Southampton away or have Aston Villa at home, um, rest Diaz, put in Jota. Um 
you know, sorry, um, and then um, you know, rest rest Thiago if need be because we kind of need to rest him so he doesn't get injured for any games. Uh, Fabinho, um, we will need to find a rest, but that'll be that'll be neither here or there. Centre backs is not an issue for us. Right back Gomez looks like he's filling in pretty well. Left back Schumacher is, is a great delegate. So to be honest, this last stage of the season, I'm not worried about man. Um, yes, we're gonna have to chop and change to keep things fresh, but. I can. I'm. I'm. I'm with Glam. I could see um, the the quadruple happening. It's just a case of s- seeing what happens with City. You know, our season just uh, our Premier League season mm-hmm. without the City. But in terms of Champions League and FA Cup, I'm not worried. I think. We, I think we beat Chelsea. Um, they were. They were, to be honest, they weren't too. In my opinion, it was Crystal Palace. But I don't think they were too great against Crystal Palace. I think we've got the players mm-hmm. to make it an exciting game. Villarreal, all due respect, you're getting smacked. And Champions League final, whoever we get, we'll make it. We we'll have to make it a big game. And Premier League, we just have to see what's going on in it. You know what it is, yeah. Like I, I don't disagree with what you and Glam are saying. And and Glam's point of he can't really see how we don't win everything. I I feel the exact same way. And that's purely because I just I'm just looking at the fixtures, right? And I'm like. I proper don't see where we kind of drop off. In my opinion, the only game that I can really see us messing up is the Chelsea Cup final because of obviously other focuses, right? Um, And and it's the least important game for us, I would say. Um, But but yeah, it's, it's mad how we look at it and we look at the way the team's performing right now, the amount of goals we're scoring. And it's like, you know what? We might actually win everything, but you know, deep down, we've we as men, we've been watching football for 20, 20 plus years, right? We we know that the quadruple isn't. It's it's not a thing. Yeah, it's because it's because you've never seen it. Like for example, somewhere like but um like in Spain or Germany where they have a team that can like literally toss about and win the league and then go and then just go really hard for like the Champions League if we're being honest or Bayern Munich. Yeah, like it's so like possible for for us to see that there, but. Over here, we just haven't seen it. And if we're being honest, like, yeah. it, 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 it's never looked as likely as, as it has now. Even when City were going for all four, it never has. <laughs> it's bad. It's, I, yeah, I, I, I don't know. Peter, um, someone who, who really cam- campaigned for a, a, a cup run, you got two this season. <laughs> How are you feeling about the FA Cup final? Yeah, I'm eating, man. I mean, they laughed at me, innit? Yeah, it's funny because they actually <laughs> laughed at me. Like, everyone watched them with a cup, so yeah, man. Um, yeah, it's just, I, I'm confident as well. Like you said, the only um, worry I have is that if our focus is elsewhere, but I think we're a better team than Chelsea, so why shouldn't we win? You know what I'm saying? Like, we're generally a better team than, like, if we go toe to toe with them, we should beat them nine times out of ten. So, um, yeah, I, 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 think, I think we should win, man. All right, cool. All right, so before we get into the United game, let's go to a quick ad break and then we'll discuss what happened tonight. Cool. All right, so United, we've just seen a smashing, a flogging. Uh, we literally crashed it on their heads. Bro, um, you can't yeah, even call them Man United anymore. You have to call them Man Red, fam. Bro, like, Man, Man they Red. They ain't got the licenses for that, for that Man United thing anymore. It's not Lancashire Red, Reds. Isn't it Lancashire Red or something? They are just dead. Bro, do you know what? Yeah, that. It's, it's, sorry, Fai. Uh, we're Go going on. off kind of. That first 20 minutes, I was like, is this Man United? Like, is this Man United? Like, no way. Is this. Like, bro, it would be harder to play. Who's in the ball? It would be harder to play Norwich than to play. Remember the Norwich game? Yeah, they weren't yeah. that bad, bro. No, that, that was tougher. <laughs> that yeah. 
they couldn't play out the back. Um, the gay would get the gay would boot off the pitch. <laughs> oh my god, like Rashford. Oh my god, Rashford. Oh, bro, like they couldn't get out of their half the first twenty minutes. They couldn't find the pass. The the two the first goal. Trent and Salah just running down the right wing. They're both. Right, let me get this assist. Hold that thought. Hold, hold that thought. Hold that thought. Before we get into this game, because <laughs> so obviously it's it's a comedy of errors and great play from us, right? This is like the first United game that I, I woke up this morning and I didn't even think about it. I was like, you know what? We're we're literally just gonna slap them up. Right. Like, like even yeah. the game at Old Trafford, I was still a bit worried. I was like, you know what? Old Trafford, yeah. you never know what could happen. The fans are back. So you know they might pull a dirty on us and get a draw or something, but this game, this is probably the first time I've not worried at all. Well, I've been smiling this, all day. This game, I knew what's gonna happen. This game genuinely felt like an inconvenience to our season. Imagine that, <laughs> like the Manchester Liverpool derby is an inconvenience to our season. I was literally looking at it like, do we really have to? Like, we know we're gonna smack you, man. So why do we have to even go through this? Like, just. Like, allow it. And even today, like, when we said, oh, is anyone worried about... I think someone asked, is anyone worried about the United game? Everyone was like, no. Like, come on, man. It's, it's United. Like, that's what you man are right now. Like, if there are any United fans listening, right? Like, that's what you man are. You're just a whipping boy. It's 9-0 in the, in the season. Do you know how insane that is? That like, is you had mad. Fergie in the stands just watching you man get flogged. It was crazy. It was nuts. It is, it's mad embarrassing. because and, and you know what? Like, obviously, we, we can still like t- take joy from this kind of victory like we did the 5-0 and the 4-2 last season or 4-3, whatever it was. But it's also kind of sad to see how down these men are. Bro, because... the two... Okay, the two, the two funniest things here. One... Hey, Phil Jones coughing up blood. <laughs> bruv, bruv. Yo. He's like, bro, why, why'd you bring me into this, bro? <laughs> there was one challenge he done, I think it was on Monday. Went for a corner. He got up. A man just had the blood from his mouth. I just thinking, bro, allow this yeah, guy. Yeah, they took the piss. They took the piss. They took the piss started Phil Jones. And it's very muggy. Like, a much as very muggy. Some people might not understand. What do you mean? You got to start with a big game. No, they took the piss. They put this guy in probably the most battering ram sort of game you could ever imagine. This guy's hardly played any games to say, yeah, you go stop that attack or you help us stop that attack. No, they took the piss. And Bro, they put in a formation health... they've not played. Exactly. And they put his health at risk. If I feel Jones' agent, listen, <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be making a complaint to the health environment. Or and they took him off for half time. Yeah, exactly, because you, you, you're playing with people's health right now, bro. <laughs> do, 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 you know deep, do you know what's deep about, about playing for Jones? Pain. It's like, like, as you said, like, you play him in a formation that you've never played before. And, like, this is a guy that had, that's, that's, that's not, that's not started, like, he started, what, what four games since 2017 or something stupid like that. And, <laughs> you, and you, like, either you wanted to lose or you're very stupid because either you thought that this guy who started four games since, like, 2017 is going to put in a good performance against yeah. Liverpool the best front three in the country in the world, or or you just you you just thought fuck it there. Let me just sabotage them. I just put them bro, in. bro, you just know, bro. We, we we saw Pogba in the six on Saturday. Ralph is trying anything. Ralph's far. He wasn't what that Timler meme. Yo, yo, <laughs> he's, he's just trying anything. Hey, <laughs> what Jordan? Yeah, he's like hmm, Jones in, in the hole. Yeah, hmm. right, say like. What, what, yeah, six, yeah? All right, man. And players like Barley, Barley's definitely got to think to himself, yeah, I'm done out here. 
Yeah, that's crazy. That's I, crazy. I can, he can't get a game. That guy, Jose, regardless if he's starting week to week, sometimes he's going to play for weeks. But whenever you play Man United, Jose Marino will slang that guy in and he and he put him in because he knows he can perform. Yeah. But to put Phil Jones ahead of him and I'm sitting on the bench and I'm by it, I'm like, listen, I'm not, I'm not playing again. It, it can't. I can't oh, yeah. play again. And then after, after he scored the first goal, eighth minute, Pogba's like, yeah, oh, yeah. Yo, yo, like, yo. Today. <laughs> not today. It's not <laughs> me that you're going to embarrass today. He was sad, man. He saw Tiago like, do a shimmy, and he was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, yeah." yeah I know, yeah, I know yeah. who's, I know who's telling Ralph. Yeah, he shot Ralph. Listen, when Oli was here, I kicked a man down to get sent off. You don't want to go ten man down here. Trust me, just take me off. <laughs> just take me off, bro. Let me, let me, let me go eat, man. Let me break fast, bro, because this is he's mad. Trying to, trying to see when he pulled up. He just can't remember because you like, I didn't see him pull up. I didn't see a challenge. Nah, you know what it is. You know what it is, man. I think I think he saw the first goal go in. He saw what Thiago was doing in midfield. Yeah. He was like, you know what? I ain't got the time for this today, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not doing this. He's saying, man, I've been fasting. You know what I mean? Like, and yeah, then for me cool, to play man. against Liverpool where these men are just running around, he's like, hey, Ralph, man, let me break fast, bro. This is Bam, he said, Thiago under the lights. No, don't joke with that one. <laughs> don't, don't joke with that one. Get me off. <laughs> I cannot compete. I cannot compete. Oh my god. All right, cool. So let's talk about it. First goal. Um brilliant play. Brilliant play. So Sadio Mane um passes it down the line. Obviously, you're thinking Trent is gonna get the ball, but Trent leaves it for Salah. And then I'm thinking, all right, Salah's gonna do what Salah does best, and he's gonna cut in and do, smash it against the defender and it'll go out for a corner. But he does the right thing. And he squares it to Diaz. Um, Glam, what did you make of the first goal? Whoo, boy, I can't. Do you know what? It happened so quick. I didn't even get to sit down and put my water down on the table because I was trying to get myself set. And I saw the first move when um, it got into midfield of Mane. And then I, I stayed standing. I didn't want to miss nothing. I thought, whoa, this is not going to happen. And then when it went wide, I see Trent and I see Salah running. Both of them could have got the ball. I sat down and said, no, nah, this is going to be a fresh thing. Because as much as it's good play, how do you get cut out with five, a back five, with three centre-halves, with one pass like that? I don't understand. I don't understand this. But you I know what, Glam? Glam, number one, where was Dallow? Dallow, Lindelof. Where were they? It was, it was, it was embarrassing, and it was um, an embarrassment to that formation. Put it that way, because I don't know why you started with that. But anyway, let's talk about the goal. Uh, fantastic move, boom, 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 bash, crossing. Diaz got a tapping. It wasn't even a difficult one. So yeah, that that first goal set the tone. Hence why Pogba came off, and yeah, we knew what was going to happen after that. Yeah, facts. Uh, Peter, talk to me. What, what were you thinking? Like breakdown from like a. From a United point of view, when you're seeing Harry Maguire, who's supposed to be in that back three, and he's being turned in the middle of the pitch in the halfway line, and then Mane makes a pass down the right side of the channel for us, which is the left side for United, and Dallow's nowhere to be seen. Maguire's obviously been drawn out as well. Like, what's going on? You know where it comes from? And I compare the two situations. It's kind of like, it's kind of symptomatic of where both clubs are at. So... We like we we have a move and we'll pass around the back and Allison. I think Bruno goes to kind of press Allison, 
and Allison, everyone goes, and obviously Allison just chops like he does like a, a chop as he does, and then just continues to pass, and that's how we get away. Um, and then a, a, a sequence, and obviously a sequence before that, I think Mane goes to press the gayer, and then the gay kicks it out. So it just shows like the two kind of um, varying levels on both teams. You know, so we have a goalkeeper that can play out from the back and can kind of we have a style. You know, what I'm saying we have a style that we don't kind of. Um, we don't kind of um, change. And United, they don't, you know what I'm saying, they can't build from the back. So it camps them in. And then for that goal, Maguire and Jones, I don't even, like, they're just stuck in, like, they're just stuck in, in limbo. Like, they're not, It's if you're going to drop, then just drop, you know what I'm saying? Or if you're going to play the hard line, play the hard line. They're doing neither. So, they're, or they're, they're in the middle. So then you do that. And obviously, um, Dello and um, Lindelof, I don't know where they've gone. They've gone for walkabouts. They've kind of pressed and I don't know where they are. And then to have Trent and Salah both, you know, I'm something that had the joy of the right hand side. Yeah, it's 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 woeful defending. It's just it's terrible. It's absolutely terrible. And it's funny because Dalo Dalo even switched sides with <laughs> <laughs> and it just still didn't get any better, man. Honestly, you this know, team. You, you know what it is as well. You know when like a team comes to Anfield or a big ground and, and they decide to play some weird complex formation never that, they, they, that they've never played, and then they concede within the first four minutes. That's their game plan done. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? It, and that's the thing that Ragnik didn't think about. Like, yo, if we concede early, these men have never actually played in that formation. What happens next? And ultimately, because he scored so early, they were they were flummoxed. They were flustered. They didn't know what to do. Obviously, you then saw Pogba go off. Lingard comes on to replace him. Um, and then not soon after, I'd say, what, 15 minutes after, we scored the second goal. Um, it, it was a brilliant passage of play. There were 25 passes leading up to it. Wow. Everyone pretty much got involved, I think, other than VVD. Oh, Everyone else got involved. Allison. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, no, VVD didn't get involved, but Alisson did. Okay, that's it. Yeah. yeah so um so the ball comes to Mane, yeah. Uh Mane's got his back away from goal he, and he makes the most beautiful blind pass to his left to Salah. Um Julian, talk to me about the pass Mane makes and how important was that goal for Salah? Someone who hasn't scored a non-penalty goal since February versus Norwich. I must say, um, I remember being on this pod, yeah, a couple of, I think it was a couple of months ago. I think it was you was on it as well, Fahi. And I think, um, I can't remember who suggested it, but they said that they were really, um, really trying to put stocks in Mane at centre forward. And I was like, and I was like, it's me. It's been me. Oh, was it you, Peter? Yeah, of course it's me. (laughs) I've been campaigning for for the longest, but yeah, go on. I'll I'll have my own monologue about that later, but you go on. Yeah, it was you, Peter. And then, um, I was like, nah, brother, I'd rather have Firmino. Fuck it. And then um, now I'm seeing the fruits of that label. Like, fam, Mane at centre forward is reaching another level. He's really adapting his game. And to and that link-up part, he must have he must have been um, um, texting Bobby at late at night saying, yo, how do you do that? Like, little, them little passes there. And he's finally adapted it to his game. And that pass to, that pass to, there was, that wasn't even a little pass. That, that. Yo, pass it was over. so nice. So nice. Exquisite, man. Exquisite, yeah. That's the best best word to put it. As, as Glam said, exquisite. Over uh, just a little dink pass, Salah just controlled. And the thing is, Salah as well at pace with that kind of pass. Um, I can't lie to you. I'm not the most confident in Salah to bring it down and have the most um have the coolest of finish. But he definitely did. He had the uh, that that finish from Salah. He needed that. That was a big, big, big finish. Big goal for him for his for for the season going forward. Now, um, putting more. 
putting more goals on the tally um, for the season and, you know, wrapping up the golden boot. And I just love to see it. And yeah, Salah really, really need that goal in the big game. So yeah, man, I'm at Marnie again at centre forward. Those passes and even the more passes that he keeps making, the holding up play as well. Credit to him. All credit goes to him for that goal. Yeah, yo, all I'm saying is Pete, Peter was on something, man, because this Mane centre-forward thing, I, I'm here for it. I'm here for it. Um, I, th- I think when you've, got, when you've got Diaz coming through, performing as well as he is on the left-hand side, and you want to find a way of putting Mane in, and you've got Jota with his baggy touch, um, <laughs> and the way Mane's playing right now, yeah, Mane centre-forward, it, it, it may have to be the flex for the next couple of years. Um, contract pending, obviously. So, that after after the second goal, um, we basically have a jolly up in that half, right? Um, yeah. Glam Tiago Alcantara, um, he was he, he That's was full name, you know. I know what Tiago is. Your man said Alcantara. Tiago Alcantara, talk to me about what you saw in that first half from Tiago. Um, well, first not the first half whole game, but. You know, I'll, I'm, 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 I'll be one of these critics. I'm one of these major critics. Um, That's why I came to you. <laughs> um, well, thank you, friend. But you know me, I'm going to be honest. Um, yeah, obviously, you know, I've, I know he has the quality. I do, I can see it in his passes. But sometimes, you know, I just felt like it was a bit um, slow in motion. Sometimes not needed. Looked neat. Stopped for nice and neat. Tucked in. So sometimes I felt, no, I need some urgency from him. But, you know, today's game um, on the weekend, apart from City last week, where I feel him and Fabinho's off the pace, he's been brilliant. And today, I had everything. Passing, not just passing, tackling. I saw the tackles he was putting in, actually winning them. Like, the, the running, the tracking back, the pressing. Like, it was a new... He was up for today. I don't know what it was. I really don't. He was up for today. And maybe it's obviously the fact that Liverpool couldn't do the quad. Um, you know, I mean, he's got some more, more trophies to his cabinet, but no, amazing. If he's if this was his debut, oh, you guys want to let him say anything about him, about lauding him, he would be my favorite player. But yeah, no, hats off to him and um, Thiago fans. I, I've got nothing but um, high admiration for what he's done today. Brilliant. Amazing. I, I don't want to take away, I don't want to take away from Thiago, but we have to, we have, we do have to talk about how shocking United's midfield is because boy, <laughs> any <laughs> midfielder. And luckily, it's Thiago, and he was able to show his quality today. But midfielders are able to just have jolly ups in there every single week. And Thiago, I'm so happy he was able to take advantage of that. Brother, it's open sesame in the middle, man. Oh, man, it's open season in the middle. Bro. Open season, you can do anything there. Some of the stuff I've seen him do is like, it's actually like, like you, that you touch, I touch. Like, it was, yeah. it was fully in process. Like, fam, there was no, one time, one. like, I think Rashford had to press him and then he just done, he done like a dummy and then like he, he fainted the other way then went outside yeah. the other way and then Rashford had to foul him like fam and the no. thing is what was luck making yeah. me laugh yeah, he was, it was so easy for that him yeah that on the ball he, there'll be someone next to him he'd ignore them and only play these line breaking passes like <laughs> on purpose like yeah. fam he'd literally only spray a ball or for like a good 20-30 minutes he was playing like just long passes spraying balls line breaking passes and it was just so easy for him, and you even you even do things like you know, uh, as Glam said, the slide tackles, bro. Man would slide tackle a man, get up, and carry on moving. Do you yeah. know how hard that is? <laughs> yeah. Like for yeah. you to be able to slide tackle a man, carry, uh, get it clean, carry, and then get up, look up, and carry on moving. That's how easy it was for Thiago. That is, 
that was so hilarious to watch. I can't lie. That, and Julian spot on, like, United, absolutely. And the thing is, it's not like losing to Liverpool, obviously, were a great team. You know what I'm saying? Capital clap to anyone. But like the way they lost today, it's just absolutely pathetic. Like, we, at, at the very least, okay, you're not as good as us, but we shouldn't be able to run you off the park. Like, every time we lost the ball, we'd win it straight back, straight back off you. And if their players just weren't running, like Henderson was winning the ball back straight away. Thiago was winning the ball back straight away. It's like, these guys, they have no heart. Like, they were just walking around. Like, I don't never, never was making me laugh. And yeah, a waste of space. <laughs> but they were generally yeah. just walking around. Like they weren't, there was no intensity to their running. They weren't really pressing. Anytime there was a second ball or a loose ball midfield, we'd pick up straight back up. You know what I'm saying? When we play these relegation teams, they don't do that. When we play the people like your Basumas, the Neves, your Matinos, they don't, you know what I'm saying? They don't let us breathe like that. But United, just waste of space today. Absolute waste of space. Word to Neville. You know what killed me as well? Just just quickly going back to Thiago. So obviously he he was he was feeling himself off another level tonight. Um yeah. and, and one thing, everything was rubbing off for him, right? And, and there's one thing he was doing a lot, and he was overrunning the ball, but because there was no United players near him, he was able to make sure he still keeps the ball. It's like <laughs> yeah. if they if 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 someone was actually brave enough to kind of try and step to Tiago and try and do something, he wouldn't have had the jolly up that he actually did have in the middle of the pitch. But hey-ho, that, that was the United tactic, right? So if the Dossers from United want to do that, fair enough, we'll eat. Yeah. So anyways... Yeah, but you know what, Bahi? I think when you said... I saw that where he was, the ball was a bit further ahead of them normal. But yeah. I think he's done that on, done that on purpose because he yeah, knew same, I think the so. space, space. Yeah. that he had. And I'm going to be honest, man. He was, le- I think some of United, like Matic, he ain't got legs no more. Even <laughs> Lango come back and tried to help. I think some of them tried to get near him, but no, I'm going to eat. He was levels above the rest. Like, he was, including our midfielders, like, he was the best midfielder in the middle of that park. It was just ridiculous, man. It's just like seeing one person versus three yeah. or four. It, 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 um, I'm going to watch it again, mainly because of obviously how we played, but Thiago's performance and Alisson's as well, uh, and Marnie, but um, Thiago especially, no, nah, I need to watch that again because yeah, that was that was marvellous, marvellous. Yeah, it, it was great to watch. So if I had to ask, um, I'll go with Julian first. If I had to ask, which first half performance did you prefer, the one versus Man City on Saturday or this one versus United, which one would you say? Uh, oh, that's tough. You know. It's tough, isn't it? Yeah, it's Ooh. quite tough. Um, I'm gonna say uh, Saturday, uh, because I felt like, I felt like we was a bit more clean and clinical on Saturday. I've got three goals, so three goals over two. So, I'm All right. glam. Um, yeah, I'm, I'll, I'll probably no. I'm gonna go today. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna go today just. And the reason why I say just only because how we dismantled the um, so-called back five with the, um, back three with the wing back, so back five, only because how we carved them with the passes and the movement of the front. I think the link up today at the front three was slightly more in tune than on Saturday. So I'm going to say this first off. But both were very good. Peter, um, I'm saying today mainly because of Thiago. Like that's that's a that's one of the best midfield performances you've ever seen at Anfield. Like. And then Diaz as well. I thought Diaz, just two juggers, two jugger doors, you know what I'm saying? Against Man City, we had to work a bit harder. But today, we're just seeing natural, pure hoopers, man. Marnie as well, just hooping. Like, fam, yeah, hoopers. 
Uh, cool, fair. Now, yeah, I'd, I'd probably say today as well. Um, but again, I understand why Julian said Saturday. Yeah. Against City as well, so it makes sense. All right, cool. So obviously, we're going to the first half. Do you know what? Um, one thing I said, I think I said it in the chat as well. I was like, if we don't score four or more, then it's been a failure of a performance. So oh, that's a bit yeah. <laughs> four or more. Yeah, that's what I wanted. Jesus. Yeah, bro, no, I, I, they gave it to you, I guess. Bro, I, I, I had um high expectations from this game. I, I, I wanted a lot from Liverpool, and they, they kind of gave it. But anyways, we get into the second half. Um, United make a change. They bring on Sancho. I can't remember who they take off. I think it's Jones. It's Jones. Jones. Yes, they take Like like Glam said, like Glam said, health at risk, man. Health at risk. Yeah. So, so anyway, they, they take off Jones because that that um that that experiment of a five at the back clearly didn't work. They bring on Sancho to kind of get um more of a threat down the left hand side. And you know what? I'd say first 15 minutes, United did all right. Um, Julian, what were you thinking of United in the second half? And what about Liverpool's approach to that second half? Because it felt as if, from my opinion, it felt as if we kind of just stepped off a bit and we were yeah. just trying to work out what United were trying to do. Yeah, I mean, to be too fair, like the way we was playing in the first half, like it was going to it was gonna take its toll in the second. Um, so we kind of stepped off a bit. Thiago was make, not... I was going to say making sloppy passes, but 96% passing, parking accuracy is not sloppy at all. So I'm, I'm not even going to say that. But I feel like, especially in defence, um, there was a moment where Van Dijk even got a bit frustrated. Like, yeah, he, was a bit, um, yeah. he was getting a bit too comfortable, I would say. I wouldn't even too say... Easy. Yeah, yeah. He was taking it too easy. And then um, United were able to... Of course, they have... Even though they're shit, they have pace on the counter-attack, like Alanga, Rashford, Sancho. Not, not pace from Sancho, but you know, quick feet from Sancho and they were able to get a couple of good chances with that one chance but Rashford just got in behind where they thought it was offside but even the way you know what I love uh, what I would say about Liverpool and even with the chances that we give away is that I never and I think I've said this multiple times on this pod but I'm, I never felt I, I never felt uneasy once like even those chances that Rashford had um, even though it was it would have been onside the way Alisson just came out and dealt with it yeah I wasn't worried um, I wasn't worried at all. Our defence was able to just deal with it. If it really got bad, I'm, I'm pretty sure someone would have been able to clear off the line. So it was a bit of a moment of, you know, getting us scared just to wake us up a bit. And of course, with the way the second half went, we did, we were, I think, immediately after the Van Dyke literally belted at everyone, we, we, we kind of got going again. And then, yeah, the second half went how the second half went. So obviously, um, based off the last two performances, uh, you, City and United, you've seen first half, we kind of go full throttle and then we come out second half and we kind of just seem a bit off the pace. Now, do you think do you think it's because of the intensity we go out in the first half or do you think it's actually more by design because we're trying to work out what the, what the opposition are doing, uh, Peter? I think, um, I, don't, I don't think it's, I, I think it's, it's the goal leads, right? So we're 3-0 ahead against Man City. And um, I'm obviously with Tino ahead this game. And both teams, they come out with different tactical adjustments. And obviously, they've probably had their team talks. They've had different tactical adjustments. So any period of... Like, the, the period that they would like to play the best football would be straight after halftime, straight after they've made tactical adjustments. So naturally, you know what I'm saying? You're playing a Premier League team. You can't be completely dominant for 90 minutes. Like, it's just, it's just not how it works. So the other team's going to have, you know what I'm saying, 10, 15 minutes of... A little something. Even today, it wasn't really much, but they had something. So I think it's just tactical adjustments you've seen from Ralph and Pep today that got their team 
maybe a little advantage for 10, 15 minutes, but that was it. And I just want to shout out to Robertson because he is Duracell bunny. Like, he just doesn't doesn't stop running. Like, even when the others are tired, he just got to keep going, keep going. And it was his challenge on Langa, and his challenge on Langa really gets the team fired up. Like, those little things, you know them little 50-50s? Like, Makes you difference. won it, and then boom, everyone's up again. Marley started running, Salah started running, you know what I'm saying? And then the crowd was up again, and then we score. So, yeah, I think Robertson... I feel like what what were others were kind of a bit flustered in that moment. Robertson kept doing what he was doing, sticking to his basics, and yeah, he kind of got us out of that. To be honest, yeah, definitely. So yeah, um, moving on to the third goal, which was just after the 65th minute, I think around 67, 68. Um, so yeah, it, it was great work by Robbo. He drives down the middle. Um, obviously, Diaz is on his left. He he squares it. Um, he passes it to Diaz, and then Diaz. Um, spots Mane, squares it to Mane. Mane takes her first time shot on his left and it goes down the bottom right hand corner. Glam, talk to me about Sadio Mane, his performances recently up front and what you thought of that goal. Yeah, man. Um, obviously, at the start of the goal, so yeah, it was um, again Robertson um, done well to win the ball back. Um, I think the movement on Mane, more so than anything. Um, yeah. I come on to the finish, but the movement, because obviously Diaz goes down the line and usually, you know, Tom centre forward, you're busting your gut to get into the box. But I just like how he's obviously watched the centre half kind of, I think it was um, Lindelof, and he stepped back. Diaz obviously got the um, vision to see him, puts it in and the play shot, man. Like, I think if people need to watch that goal back because it's underestimated, because I'll be honest with you, it was so relaxed Mm-hmm. And how it beat DDG DDG as well. Like I'll be honest, I don't know if it's a goalkeeper error or it's a, it's a, it's a quality finish where it's unexpected. But I think it catch DDG off guard because it's a good finish. And obviously, Peter's campaign in a pod, obviously regarding centre forward, hats off to him because obviously I'm a massive Mane fan and I think he can play anywhere across the middle. But centrally, over obviously last what month or so, he's shown that he can adapt to it. And yeah, brilliant goal, brilliant goal. Got another team goal, brilliant goal, man. Yeah, I think he's just got a new lease of life um, down the center of the pitch, man. I, I, I just think because now he has the option to kind of move in from the right and move in from the left. He, he's given the freedom to do what he wants, yeah. and yes. and clearly he's thriving on that. And obviously, Jota's given that same freedom, but <laughs> Jota still needs to work on his um, holding yeah, play. Jota just about the goal, isn't it? He's a bagsman, isn't it? Yeah, like, he's a bagsman, and that's fine. That's fine. You need yeah, that. His overall game, he he won't he won't have to. Once he steps it up, and again, what a player! What a yeah. player! Then top, and and we're gonna get onto Jota because obviously Jota comes on the pitch after the third can, goal. Can I, can I touch on Mane? Yeah, go on, go for it. Yeah, so obviously, do you know? So why I wanted him to play central was that. I noticed that obviously in his game he he wasn't as um, dynamic and he wasn't as probably as quick as he no not as quick as explosive as he used to be. Um, so those kind of elements of his game was going down. And I thought obviously to play out wide you need that explosiveness, especially in his Liverpool squad to get past your fullback. But he's still quick, don't get me wrong, and he's still kind of you know what I'm saying strong and he's still powerful. So when you when you play Sadio Mane up top, it's like you're giving defenders a problem and such an issue because. He's so, like, um, he can drop deep and he can get in behind. And it's like, like if you're a centre-back, do you follow Mane? Do you follow Mane into them areas? But if you follow him, you probably won't get the ball from him because he's too strong. You know what I'm saying? He His first touch might be baggy, but he'll still get it back and you probably foul him and, you know what I'm saying, that would be it. So, again, like you said, when he plays up top, he's able to go right, he's able to go left, he's able, he can header, he can shoot, you know what I'm saying? So, um, him playing up top, 
it gives us like this different edge and it makes us so much more fluid. And I think you're saying like, so with Firmino, he's able to hold it up, but he hasn't mm-hmm. got the speed to get in behind. Yeah. And then Jota's the other way around. Jota wants to get in behind, but he can't hold it up. So with Mane, you've got the best of both worlds. You've got someone who can hold it up and you've also got someone that can run in behind. So um, yeah, I've always been campaigning for it. And ever since he's played centrally, the goals have just come abundantly. And it's funny because when he's playing the left, I thought his finishing touches have kind of gone off, but playing centrally, he gets more chances and he's still a great finisher and he's showing that. And I think also the African has obviously gave him a lot of confidence. Big confidence as well. So I don't I think we can't downplay that as well. So um yeah, him playing centrally, I think it can really add a couple more years to him at the top level. Where yeah, he was yeah. thinking that he might not be able to get a new contract or he might not be able to, you know, stay and play in his local team, but he really can, and he's shown that um, he, he can evolve. You know what I'm saying? He, he Remember, he, he started as a right-winger, guys. Like, yeah. He started as a right-winger from Southampton. Salah came, moved him to left wing, mastered left wing, and then now Diaz has come. He's, he's mastering centre-forwards. Like, what a player. Like, honestly, what a player. Like, he's really beat these washed allegations. And Yeah, there, there, needs to be a, there needs to be a bigger conversation, Peter. And I think um, to, to kind of give Mane his plaudits, he, he probably deserves a bigger piece of a podcast in the future. Yeah. Um, but yeah. one, one, one thing I'll say with um, Mane, I, I just think, adding to your points, centrally it suits him a lot more because I think if you notice this season, he he doesn't want to take on players as much anymore down the wing. He, he doesn't seem to have that confidence doing that. So I think what he wants, he just wants to be a nuisance around players and he's more than happy to hold the ball and kind of link play together. So if that's the case, playing him centrally definitely makes a lot more sense. And um, yeah, he, he's obviously getting more opportunities to shoot and goal, and he, he's bagging right now. I'd love to see what his conversion rate is since he's been centre forward because yes. I, I think he'll be pretty high. Yeah, hundred um, percent. But yeah, so 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 talking of centre forwards, one comes on. Um, so Diego Jota came on. I think Diaz got taken off, right? Is it yeah. Diaz? Yes, Diaz. Got yes, Diaz off. got taken off. Um, Thiago got taken off as well for um, Mil for Kater, and then Milner came on for Fabinho. So, anyways, um, Jota yeah, comes on. Jota comes on. He's playing on the left hand side. Oh no! What a glove save, Milner! Why he came on, bro? <laughs> <laughs> he came me off, bro. Respect, man. Respect, everything. You, you know what it is, Glab. I actually thought Milner would start today. <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, go on, mate. But yeah, anyways, so so Jota comes on, he's playing down the left-hand side. Um, Obviously, now United are open sesame again constantly because they've just kind of had enough. And um, yeah, we we get a good opportunity. Jota playmates for um, Salah and Salah grabs his second of the game. Julian, talk to me about what you remember from that goal. Uh, What do I remember from that goal? I'll be honest, uh, it was... It, it happened quite fast because I think I was still chatting in the group chat while the build-up was happening, so I didn't even know that Joe assisted him. So um, shout out Joe for the assist. Um, <laughs> or was it Robbo? No, it was Joe. No, Robertson, Robertson won the ball again. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and he passed it to Jota. But then, yeah, um, since, and I, I looked up and I saw Salah on the ball. Um, he went for the dink. Um, it, uh, it was helped by Wan-Bissaka just a bit, but I still think he had, um, he had De Gea beat. Um, yeah. you know, De Gea fell down to his knees when a lot of time. He had to hold that. He had to hold that lob. Salah, great, great finish. Again, um, what I said earlier, uh, this game was definitely needed. You know, he needed to play a couple of scrubs so he can just get his confidence back up. You know, when like you're on a bad run 
on like FM or something and you just got this shit team that's like 18th. Yeah. You just need to batter them quickly. And that's how we um Salah's treating United. You know what I mean? He needs to get two goals, stat pad quickly so he can get his confidence up. You know, look man in the face, look man in the face, tell him, yo, I'm still the big chief around here. And yeah, man, I'm 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 happy to see that. I'm happy to see that. Uh adding to his tally again. So that's what 20 22 now. 22 and he's top on assists again. Yeah, come on. 12 assists, yeah. 22 goals. Yeah, so, 20, 20, 22 assists and 12 assists, yeah. yeah. 22 goals and 12 assists. That's insane. He's, That's insane. He's a goals, man. But I'll be honest, I was a Julian touch on his form. I'll be honest, I was saying he shouldn't start. His form, his, his, his form wasn't good enough. I, I, he was lucky to start. Um, on form alone, I would have went with Jota. But, you know, they went with him. And if you look at how it's paid off, it has paid off quite well because now we know well I think most people know who didn't want that um what their front three was that is our best front three right now and you know what Glam just to add I think I think you're right and I think a lot of Liverpool fans publicly or privately agree that Salah probably needed to be dropped at some point but I think yeah. Klopp would have looked at this game and thought you know what these guys are there for the taking if there's a game for Salah to get his mojo back it'd be this one here yeah no yeah you're right because had he not fucking, I would have been on there. I would yeah, have same. There. I would have been as well. I would have told. I, I would have said literally, literally, listen, Salah can't play until Ramadan's over. Um, let, <laughs> yeah, let yeah, yeah, I, I believe. I believe in Salah, man. I can't. His last two performances encouraged me, so I just thought, okay, he's getting assist. His passing looks good. He's he's messing up in front of goal, but it's, it's surely yeah. it's a matter of when. It yeah. is a matter of when, but then when you got the squad that we've got, I'm like, nah, man, got to drop him. Like, if, if, if Jota weren't on a bench, or even Firmino, because, I mean, Firmino's coming and bag braces, bag goals, Jota bag goals. Jota's got, like, three in his last three Premier League games. Yeah. And we know, obviously, just the bags when don't get involved. But to 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 keep the um the good the good faith and the good nature in the squad directly, he should have been dropped. Yeah. But, um you know, now, obviously, you don't need to be, because, obviously, he's bag goals. That's the front three. Um, yeah, and away we go. And, and you know what, Bam? I I, th- I think also that the fact that now he's got his goals again, you could, yeah. if you wanted to kind of gamble a little bit in the Everton game, you could actually give him a rest now for the Villarreal game midweek because yeah. he's got his goals now. Yeah. He, he's... Plus, I don't, I'll be honest with you, that, I, I don't really want anyone to play in the Everton game because I'll be honest, they're five. They're just dirty. Yeah, they're, fi- yeah, they're, they're just, just a dirty, dirty. Team. I, I don't know injuries. You're going to see like Mason Holgate fucking smash. <laughs> Or like that, oh, and Bruno, you little scrawny rat. Yeah, he's a little mate. rat. Scrawny, abs. You see what he done on Trent? And do you know what? Do you know what I didn't like about it? He had a tip with Henderson. Yeah. Like, the for like a good yeah, five six minutes. Henderson was like pushing him, or whatever. Cool. He put leaves one on Trent. Like, bro, do it to Henderson, the guy you've been arguing with, like the whole yeah, game. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, so yeah. why leave one on Trent? He's... Anyway. He's a he's a rat, and I, I, I'm just I'm just going to remind um, my friends on this pod that there are quite a few people that we know that thought that um, Bruno <laughs> should be in in the main eleven for Liverpool. Um, if you know, so, so yo, p- people said it, man. I, I, now, yeah, you should be in the main eleven. Yeah. yeah, people were saying that Bruno is good enough to be in the eleven for Liverpool. Um, so, man, oh, yeah, I'm not going to say names. I was one of them. Oh, yo, so Glam was one of them. Yeah, 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 yeah. Bruno, Bruno, Bruno was uh, Bruno. Yeah, Bruno's good enough. Bruno's good enough. Oh, boo yeah. off, Glam. Come on, man. No, he's not. Let's, let's be honest. Obviously, forget IK. Let's let's forget forget 
attribute wise, he, he couldn't he couldn't press how he could we got Henderson in there, but he's better than Henderson. But no, can he do what Henderson does? I don't know. Bro, the problem. I, d- I the... don't know what Bruno could do other than Bruno is a he, he's a you know a, um, a, a new school Deli Ali, where you know what I mean you get goals. You sometimes don't see the performance, but they get goals. They get in the right areas, and they make shit happen. Obviously, I'm now Henderson goals... shouldn't be starting for us either, though. Yeah, but now his goals have dried up. You kind of look at it and say, "What else do you do?" <laughs> and <laughs> and I, that's 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 where I'm stuck. Where I can't even defend it because you can't defend it anymore. Do you know what I mean? But yeah, yeah no, if, if I'm gonna try, I will take him still. Uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, like listening to Muga, um, obviously our, our good friends on the Touchline Network, obviously they, they they've been campaigning for a while to say that you know. Bruno's one of those guys where when the goals dry up, you'll really see what he's about. And um, yeah, they were proven that's correct. Probably why we did, that's probably why we didn't pursue him. I remember we had a bid the summer yeah. before. We did want him. And, yeah, and then they uh, and then they upped the price. They changed their price tag. And then we, we bailed out. So yeah. The funny thing about Bruno is that... Who, who actually paid the price tag? The funny thing about Bruno is that... In Manchester. United <laughs> wanted him before, but they didn't sign him because his pass percentage was too low. So then they still went end up signing him. <laughs> <laughs> that was actually the, the main reason why they didn't sign him because his pass percentage was just way too low. So then yeah. they end up signing him anyway, and then now they're kind of in that conundrum. So yeah, yeah it's, it's one of them guys. You change your whole dynamic of your midfield. Like you need two other guys who retain the ball and have positional yeah. awareness. But he would change the dynamic of our midfield so much. So I don't. Ah, uh, United fans though, uh, six years, three hundred bags a week. You're never getting rid of him. I promise you that. You have to hold that one. Brother, he 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 is staying and he's going to eat off that for the rest of his life. I, I, and I don't blame him. But yo, of course. Yo, anyways, anyways, Bon Bruno, we won 4 0. We beat the Dossers from Lancashire. Sorry, hold on. Gone. Ralph, now Ralph's really doing anything. Why the hell did you put on that Hannibal guy? Ralph. <laughs> Why did you pour Hannibal, bro? I, I thought Hannibal. that was David Luiz. I was like, where did David Luiz sign for United? Like Sideshow Bob up? trying to find Bart, bro. What's wrong with that guy? Sideshow <laughs> Bob, yeah. Because it's funny because they've been calling for that Hannibal guy for ages, like in one of these kind of like midfield games. Obviously, he's got quite good potential, whatever they bought him when he was young. But he yeah, touched one like, 3 0 down. Yeah. The guy's just running around like Bloody McTominay, just kicking people. <laughs> oh, poor guy. I think he's trying to impress. I think he's trying to do it. Gary actually liked it, but I think he's just trying to make an impression. I think when you're, when you're getting battered, what, what what do you do when you come don't on like that? Don't kick someone in. Don't kick someone in the shins. You can't do nothing because you, you ain't got the ball. So I'll be honest with you, there's nothing more he could have done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it, it was nuts. But anyways, we, we win that game 4-0. Um, before we get on to what we think that means for the rest of the season, give me your man of the match. So Julian, I'll let you go first. Who was man of the match for you? Thiago. Okay, uh, Glam. Um, well, Tiago and Marnie, but I got I'll, I'll, I'll be different and go Marnie. All right, I knew he was gonna go Marnie. Of course he He didn't even he didn't even think of Salah, the guy that scored two goals. He says, "Ah, yeah, no, 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 it wasn't Salah. My 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 top three, Salah was good. Yeah. Um, but my top three was Marnie, um, Allison, and um. Alison. Yep. Alison was better than Salah today. Nah, glam. Glam. <laughs> no, this is Listen, I, I'm not trying to avoid Salah, yeah? But he was he wasn't man to the man. The thing is Alison, yeah. Like, if you look at him, forget he's he's he's, he's safe, 
two double saves, to be honest. Two double saves. They were offside, by the way. Did you no, see? They you see it's offside. The Russian one wasn't offside. It was offside. It was offside. It was offside. It was offside. No, it was onside. Peter, Peter. It was onside because obviously, yeah, if, if you actually went to VAR, it was fine. It was oh, okay. Offside. But the, the guy, the but, guy um, didn't flag it though. But okay. Yeah, he did flag it. He flagged it. Yeah. yeah. But you know what it is? I, I may want to go again. I like Alison, but you know what it is? He's got his swagger back, bro. Like he's passing, but he takes the ball out and he passes that volley and half kick. And the said, "Well, I love him. I love Allison. So he was my contender. But yeah, it's 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 gonna be Mane for me. And I'm saying Mane. Yes, I do. I'm glad that Mane's back to his form. But also, just to be different, obviously, if everyone says um, Thiago, I can't argue with that. But I'm just gonna be different. All right, Peter, go for it. Man, mate, you're. I don't understand. You and Salah, mate. The beef. I, I just don't understand it. Trust me, mate. But um. Yeah, I, Thiago, pure Hooper's performance, Hooper's performance. I can't pick no one else other than Thiago. Yeah, Mr. Alcantara, man. What, what a guy. What a player. What a player. I, I, I've got to give it to him as well. I just think he was out of this world. Unreal performance. Um, but yeah, cool. All right, so we win that. We're now top of the table. Uh, City play tomorrow versus Brighton. Um, well, City play, obviously you're listening tomorrow. So City play tonight versus Brighton. Um, do we expect anything from Brighton at all, guys, or are, are we just expecting a simple no, victory for they, they, they just cooked Arsenal and Tottenham, man. Come on, man. Like, they ain't got nothing yeah, left. Yeah. <laughs> they got nothing yeah. left. You just got hope. You just got hope. And obviously, are they away? Are they, who's at home? Um, they're away. They're at Etihad. Okay. Um, well, yeah, you, can hope, you can hope and pray at the same time. <laughs> It's a good hands, man. It's a good But you know, all, all we need is a slip up. Listen, no, listen, we're now top of the league. City have felt the pressure. At one point, we were 14 points behind. Look, we're down to one. The pressure is on them. The pressure is on them now. And Brighton are looking to. So I would just hope it, it might not be this Mwepu. game, it'll be the next game. Yeah, I was saying Brighton are looking to ruin parties. Mwepu is playing at an all-star level. So I'm just hoping... <laughs> I'm just hoping... Like, like, like that Br- Mwepu's a Sassido Basuma. And, and, and Basuma's on his audition situation right now. He's auditioning for all the big clubs. So he's yeah. he's trying his hardest. Any team news for City? Um, no, but if Kevin De Bruyne was on the bench last game, I'm guessing he probably will be fit for this one. Um, so yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens, man. Anyways, the, don't wish too much on Brighton. Let's see what happens. Let's hope for the best, lads. It was lovely chatting to you after a fantastic victory over the Dossers in red from United. Um, we will be back with three Patreon episodes this week. Um, and then obviously the next one we're back is next Wednesday morning so thank you for listening to Pop and Crap Up um, keep it easy take care stay safe and we'll speak soon
Social Podcast Network.